This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. So what else is going on in the world? Anything good? Well, I have some articles in the Tom's News Stories I'd love for us to look at. Um, I'm going to look at them right now, sister. I, I want to know how you feel about cursive writing. Did you ever have to learn cursive? cursive? I was a terrible cursive writer. So was terrible. I. My signature is terrible. So there's this thing coming out of Toronto that's claiming that they are bringing cursive writing back. So when I went through school, it was probably the tail end of them including cursive in the curriculum. Yeah. And then they completely took it out. So if you talk to most Gen Zs, they didn't have to learn. Did Kinley have to learn cursive at all? No. Because it was completely useless. She does know it. She taught herself it, though. Of course yeah. she did. <laughs> she wanted oh, to know. Kinley, calm uh-huh. down, okay? <laughs> trying to Quit trying to make us look bad. Um, but, yeah, I'd love you to touch on this. It looks like a Toronto news story about bringing cursive back. Do you know anyone that has absolutely beautiful handwriting? Oh, my writing. mother's handwriting. It, 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 it Always be, a woman. Yeah, calligraphy. Yep. It's beautiful, yep. yeah. I love yep. my mom's signature. I love my mom's signature. And I love my grandma's signature. I love it. Her, My mom is Beverly, and she's this most beautiful bee, and I cannot... I cannot replicate it. Yeah, but your X looks good. <laughs> my X. I <laughs> sign here. All my contracts at Hubbard could be anybody. Yeah. It could be anybody that signed them. My my signature it says Thomas Bernard, but it actually looks like it says Leonard. I like your signature. You do? Yeah, I think it's well. I just have seen it a bunch, and I like it. Um, I mine's so bad, and like in the military, we had to sign so many things that I would get so lazy, and mine just looks like crap. Like I do not have a regal signature. Cursive is making a comeback, uh, relegated in 2006 to an optional piece of learning in Ontario elementary schools. Cursive writing is set to return as a mandatory part of the curriculum starting in September. Education Minister Stephen Lecce said it is about uh, more than just teaching students how to sign their own name. The research has been very clear that cursive writing is a critical life skill in helping young people to express more substantively. Uh, to think more critically and ultimately to express more authentically, he said in an interview. So they don't use cursive? Do they just print? What do they do? Yeah, I think they teach just print. And yeah, then they just print. Okay. I'll be honest. I mean, I'm not mad at the idea of them learning cursive. I do think it's just not that necessary. If you're like, I wouldn't mind them focusing on like even, I don't know. I just, if it expands your brain, okay. But, like, there has to be a different skill set they could work on that would be more yeah, well, applied that, to today. That's why they stopped teaching it, so that they could teach kids more about computers and typing yeah. than actual cursive. That know? makes sense. Mm-hmm. So it ruined the universe. That's what you're saying. Oh, yeah. So we were just trying to say it ruined the universe. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. There's no question about um, it. What, discovering that you can write, you know how, like, we have to write out, like, $3.40 on a check that you have to write that yeah. out? Yep. Discovering that I could actually just print that out instead of cursive? changed my life yeah because the anxiety i had trying to remember like all the things and making it look like a normal person's writing when i'm like oh wait you can just actually print that out that's not that big i never did it in cursive ever i, I thought you had it. to oh did you really yeah i thought it was like if you were writing like 300 dollars, it all had to be in cursive and then the zero zero one hundred dash to yeah. finish that off like I've i thought that was i don't know why yeah. i legally thought that like had to be in cursive i don't know uh, that's what we're trying to do to create a very talented generation of young people who have mastered the fundamental skills like reading, writing, and math that are the foundations of any successful, productive life in the country. Ontario's new language curriculum is set to be in place for the new school year, introduces a host of changes, including a renewed focus on phonics. 
Many of the curriculum additions can be traced back to a report last year from the Ontario Human Resources Commission, or excuse me, Ontario Human Rights Commission, which said the province's public education system was failing students with reading disabilities and others by not using evidence-based approaches. So if you're not writing stuff out, you're not reading it, so you develop reading disabilities and then you get punished for that because you don't teach me how to write anymore? Yeah. I don't understand that thinking mm. at all. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I was on a show one night sitting in a green room writing in my notebook, and there was another comedian, a female, probably about 21, 22. She was sitting next to me, and she leans over, and she goes, she goes, what language is that? I said, what? She goes, what are you writing? I said, it's cursive. What? She goes, you, oh. write, you write in cursive? I write only in cursive, yeah. And she goes, oh, my gosh, really? I was like, do you not write? And she's like, I was never taught. I never knew, nobody ever right. taught me how to, so I've never That's seen right. it. She goes, I really, yep. really thought you were writing in a different language. I was like, no, it's English. Yeah. It's just a diff yeah, different form of it. She goes, no, when we were in school, it was all print. You had to print, and even the workbooks were all in print. I remember that we would get a sheet, and we'd have to do cursive, like, Zs over and over. Yeah. And my big thing was I wanted to be done quickly. And to this day, you can tell my handwriting was based on, I would like to be done now. And yeah. so I will leave. I will abandon words halfway through because I want to be done so badly. Yeah. Um, is your, that. is your, because I've seen your writing, Rudy. Do a lot of people have trouble reading it? Yeah. 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 I, and if I really sit down and focus, it can be nice. Yeah. But I know my chicken scratch. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. I can sit down and read it quickly, no problem. But you don't I, need a lock on your diary, you're no, saying. No, absolutely not. Yeah. No, no. But, yeah, but I could, you know, if I really have to sit down and write something out, then if, for somebody else to read, like a note to my daughter in the morning, if I leave it on the kitchen table, I will write it in cursive, and I will make sure that it's legible. Mm -hmm. Let's be honest, though, you guys. This whole, like, they have to learn cursive thing, cursive only has, like, a couple letters that are weird. Otherwise, they're all just like an extension yeah. of the normal letter with a little tail. Mm -hmm. They think for some reason that it takes more brain power to write than print. Yeah. That's because there's better thought maybe brain. put into there. Okay. I guess that's what they're saying. Yeah. I guess that's what they're saying. Because, like, what? Z is a weird one. What other weird ones do they have that don't look like it's. I do like that big, like a big A. Yeah, yeah. Person. Love that. That's yeah. very cool. Yeah. But I don't think there's a lot of weird letters in cursive that you wouldn't Probably understand. Uh, an F, like a lowercase F is yeah. a little weird. Absolutely. Yeah. That's yeah. a weird one. I would say Z and F. Yep. We uh, just got to teach that then. Like, that shouldn't be that hard. Yeah. Why would you need to use just some letters? No, I'm just saying, like, all the other ones, like a T, that's obvious. Yeah. Yeah, it a is. My name, Brittany, you could understand that in cursive if you've never seen cursive before because mm -hmm. it looks just like normal. Right. But I think they're, they're talking about brain function here yeah. more than how it looks. Sure. It's just, it yeah. Helps. Translating, it helps. yeah. Yep. I get that. I'll yeah. try five times and then I just give up. I was agreeing with you. <laughs> no, no, I understand. No, I, uh, I don't use cursive myself. I will if you want me to, but I just, I don't ever use it. Um, you know, it, uh, but I, you know, I, if I write somebody a message... Well, now, of course, you just send people messages on your phone so you don't write at all. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's why it's making a big comeback because you don't even write at all, usually. So if you're going to use your phone to send messages to people, I think it's a good idea to teach them cursive because it gets your brain functioning in, in other ways. That's a good thing. Sure. Yeah. That would make sense. Oh, we got to take a break here. we got the boys coming up, as a matter of fact, mm -hmm. next. We'll take a break. Be right back. Phil Mackey and Kent Herbeck will join us next. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live on the Tom Bernard Show app or at TomBernardShow.com.
The new Tom Bernard Morning Show is proud to have partners like Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and North American Banking Company founder, chairman, and president, Mike Bilski. I've advertised on Tom's show for years, and the reason is simple. My business is recognized because of the ads, and that recognition has created growth. What business doesn't want to grow? I highly recommend the Tom Bernard Morning Show for your advertising. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner. There's plenty of thoughts that come into your head when you think the name Killebrew. Of course, there's the Minnesota baseball legend, Harmon, who was responsible for many a favorite memory at the old Met Stadium in Bloomington, and many a baseball that ended up in the stands and in the gloves of adoring fans from his home runs. There's Killebrew Drive, the legendary road that connects Highway 77 to the Mall of America, and a day of shopping you'll never forget. My current thoughts for the name Killebrew is fun floats in our kitchen with my kids and grandkids. A cool, refreshing break in between innings at Target or CHS Field. Or maybe a perfect sunset paired with a sweet, frothy beverage after fishing or on your favorite walleye lake. Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. Grab a six-pack at a grocery or convenience store near you. I'm Tom Bernard. This spring and summer, enjoy the one Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. Gluten and caffeine-free with a generous portion of delicious thrown in. Killebrew, where memories are created and legends are made. This is Bob Sansever, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy too. Dave is a down-to-earth guy. He grew up in northern Minnesota, rides a Harley, and worked various jobs doing concrete, electrical, plumbing, roofing, and carpentry work. Dave works for people with work-related injuries. If you work construction, or anywhere for that matter, and you're hurt or even just hurting, you should talk to Dave. Let's face it, our bodies wear out. If your body is worn out from work, if your knees or back or shoulders hurt from things you do at work, do what Mary did. Call Dave and talk to him about it at Bialki Law to set up a free initial conversation consultation. The number to call is 763-571-2410. That's 763-571-2410. Or visit BialkiLaw.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E Law.com. At Power Lodge in Miller Marine, their 88-degree sale was hot, but if you miss the boat, we'll have you on the lake before sunset with their hook-and-go special. This throttle therapy just got real. Now through the 4th of July, only bring home your own trend-setting Bennington pontoon with savings up to 40000 dollars off MSRP. Their showroom is waiting with water-ready pontoons and tritunes, huge Independence Day savings on boat, motor, and trailer packages. Go from floor to shore in the same day with competitive financing options and no money down. Looking for delivery? Just ask their team of experts. They specialize in moving your next party on the water from their place to your place. Over 600 watercraft in stock. Launch into adventure today at Power Lodge in Brainerd, Ramsey and Onamia, and Miller Marine in St. Cloud, the world's largest Bennington dealer. This is Tom saying head to PowerLodge.com and get some hook-and-go fun today. Financing available on approved credit, freight, and prep not included in package. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Okay, Phil, can you hear me? 
Nobody ah, else yes. can hear me, so I just want to. So I'm going to do the intro right here. So just don't overreact to the intro, okay? You ready? I'm ready. Yeah. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Minnesota legend Phil Mackey and some guy named Ken Herbeck uh, brought to you exclusively by... So what do you think? That should be the new intro, don't you think? I feel like I feel like I should be referred to rightfully as a legend. Yes, yes absolutely. Minnesota well, legend. A legend only in my, my own mind. <laughs> Ken's in the background complaining. I love it. I'm not complaining. I'm, I'm liking it. Oh, you're liking it. Good. I'm glad yeah. to hear that. <laughs> Minnesota legend Ken Herbeck Sports brought to you exclusively by Killebrew Old Fashioned Root Beer and Cream Soda at the ballpark up north or in your fridge. Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. Phil Kent with us today. As a matter of fact, watched game yesterday. The boys in the middle were not looking too good again, but uh, came home with the big victory, which I thought, I, look, they took two out of three from Detroit. That had to happen, don't you think? Um. Uh... Yeah, it would have been nice to take three out of yeah. uh, three. But, uh, yeah. hey, they're, they're on the road. They, we talked about it on Friday. We threw everybody a curveball because we're back on here today on Monday. People are going to get sick of us. Well, uh, I should probably mention right here, but you've got stuff to do and i got stuff to do, so neither one of us is going to be around on Friday. I wanna... Well, I've been around. What's that? You're not going to be around. I don't know what you're saying. I can't. I can't understand a word. <laughs> no, but I mean, but no, they they got a they got a tough road trip. Uh, yeah, they do. They've had struggle against Detroit a little bit, but uh, like I said, we always said they're not out there to try to lose ball games themselves. They got a scrappy little ball club, and yeah, the Twins played good. They had a good uh, good weekend, mm-hmm. and off to Atlanta, which is uh, wow, playing Damn one of the team. best teams in the league. Yep. We'll see what happens. We Again. shall see what happens. So are any right. you guys, I'm talking to Kent, I'm talking to Phil, I'm talking to both of you in studio here. Are you guys going anywhere over the weekend for leading into the uh, 4th of July? We, uh, we may or may not have just irrationally booked uh, a Vegas trip. I think that's happening. For this weekend? Here. Yeah. Wow. You mean it's, with uh, listeners? My wife's birthday weekend. Oh, okay. We've been kind of, kind of talking about it. We're like, let's just do it. What are we doing? So... We woke up on a Monday morning and we're like, screw it. We're going to Vegas this weekend. Even though it's like 114 degrees this time of year. <laughs> we're not going outside anyway. There's some things to do inside, I have been told. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Hey, if you get a chance, go see the Garth Brooks concert. I guess you won't. Well, if you're going there the weekend. Yeah, he's on the weekend. So, I'm looking where's he, is, where's he, is he? Is it a residency or is he just touring yeah. through there this weekend? He's doing a residency at uh, Caesars. I'll tell you, I have a, so did you guys see him when he came through U.S. Bank Stadium a couple of years ago? Uh, I did not. I was actually out of town, but I did see him before when he came through and did the uh, the other thing at the was the, at the XL or something. I think he was before, but yeah. no, I I see him. At, it it I was him four so times. he was you know you know seventy thousand people just packed to the rafters, and we just we went on I don't know StubHub or whatever and just snagged a couple last minute tickets, and and he played for like three hours at U.S. Bank Stadium. God. And I would say every 10 or 15 minutes, he would sort of, you know, a song would get done and he would just like pour his heart out to the audience. This is exactly what Rudy does after his stand-up gigs too. That this sure. is the best audience I have. I've been, I've been touring for 30 years. I can't tell you guys, this is, the, this is the greatest night of my professional life. He must have said that like five or six times to the Minnesota crowd. And so uh, a few weeks later, I asked, I don't know if you guys, Jason Fitz is an ESPN radio host. He used to be a fiddle player up and down uh, the Nashville scene. I said, you've opened for Garth Brooks a couple times. Was he just saying that to us, or was he really having a religious experience in front of Minnesota? He goes, 
No, Garth's been saying that to every audience for 30 years. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I saw Metallica in Minneapolis one time, and they were like, listen, we love every time we come through here. You fans here in Milwaukee, about Minneapolis. Oh, yeah. There you go. Sure, right. Yeah. Uh -huh. There you yeah. have it. We love Detroit, uh, Minneapolis. Yeah, it's a great city. It's like written on the back of their guitar. Yeah. Uh -huh. Minneapolis. Yeah. Indianapolis. How, was that like three, four years ago? Oh, this was probably, I think, 99, oh, 2000. Yeah, it was a long time. It was 20 years ago. Yeah. God, I went and saw them last time they were here, and I think it was like three, four years ago, something like that. Or I, I shouldn't say last time yeah. they were here, but mm -hmm. they were at uh, the... the uh, he was at U.S. Bank, wasn't he? Uh, that, too, that time they were not at... Yeah, they were just at U.S. Bank, I think. But this time they were over at the other uh, Target... Uh, Target Center? Target Center, yeah. yeah. Really uh, pretty decent people, from what I understand. Mm -hmm. I didn't take a, spend a lot of time hanging out with them, but, you know, it all works out in the end. But we got the big uh, a big holiday week coming up. We got the 4th of July next week, and I don't know. I, I really like the fact that this kind of – they put this, the 4th of July, right in the middle of summertime. Do you think that was an accident? Gee, we'll have the the birth <laughs> birth of the uh, nation right in the middle of the summer. What do you think? They were they were ready to sign off in, like, mid-February. Yeah. Like, Wait, <laughs> hold on a second. What if we just – what if we got the lawyers involved for a couple months here and we drag this thing out? <laughs> yeah, we did. can't blow fireworks off in the middle of the wintertime. we got to have them in the summertime so people can sit outside and watch them. God, I was I was listening on the, some radio on the way in this morning. The people at my talk were talking about fireworks, and all three they're, they're women because uh, the host is not on today. But the, well, I mean the male host is not on today. But um, they were talking about fireworks, and none of them liked fireworks. They didn't. They don't like being around fireworks. They are. I, there are people like that, and I tell you what. Sometimes you go to those like the ones out in St. Louis Park. They do it at Aquila Field. They used to anyway. Uh, yeah. Those bad boys get loud, baby. That's the one thing about fireworks. Like, my God, some of those things are loud. I love I'm, uh, Yeah, I'm actually jumping in my RV and heading out to the Black Hills of South Dakota. I've yes. been going out there for the last thirty years, and uh, sure, I'm spending uh, spending the fourth out there. And uh, boy, they have some great fireworks out town of Belfouche, South Dakota, sure. the north end of uh, the Black Hills. The whole town goes crazy with fireworks you would not believe it i mean it's a there's the, the town show almost puts on a better show than they have a rodeo in town that night and they the uh the fireworks are awesome but the whole town all night is just blowing fireworks off yeah really cool. yeah i was gonna say ken I, I love fireworks on the evening of july 3rd until the evening of july 4th ken, you don't live too far from me yeah i don't know if you deal with this as well or any of you guys but two weeks ago, 1130 yeah. at night, yeah. yeah, freaking fireworks going off. And no. not just like some bottle oh, rockets. Really? I mean, <laughs> mortar shells are going off at 1130. <laughs> the dog's freaking out. I'm like, that's the only time I ever want to get up and just walk outside in the bathroom and be like, shut the F up. Yeah. <laughs> Knock it off. This happened. This happened. We actually, we live, we live uh, over by the Guthrie and a couple nights ago. No, it's probably, probably a week ago now. Again, two o'clock in the morning, someone just went out on the Stone Arch Bridge and just started lighting a fireworks show on the Stone <laughs> no. Arch Bridge. No, what are you doing? <laughs> what, Why? What's happening right now? I mean, it's great. If, you, if you're going to do it, do it like at 9.45. You know, two in the morning is a little aggressive. You yes. wake up. Well, when the, uh, when the All-Star Game, when the MLB All-Star Game was at Target Field, like, this is like nine years ago now, and, uh, and they did warn everyone, in fairness, that, hey, 
one of these nights, there's going to be a fireworks show. It's probably going to happen mm-hmm. at midnight. So if you live in the area, and I was living was in a different... On our bridge, too, wasn't it? Didn't they shoot yes. them off there by the bridge? Yeah. yeah. And, and, and I'm telling you guys, I had I was living in uh, in the old River Towers condos, the, the old, uh, like I think it's the original condo complex in Minneapolis. I was about halfway up on the 15th floor. I was in a dead slumber, oh. and these fireworks start going off. And for the first, like, and I've never served Brittany, but, like, for the first, like, 15 seconds, I thought, oh, my God, terrorists. Like, what, End what is happening? End of days. <laughs> pray. Hug your loved ones kind of feeling. Indeed. Yeah. Surprise. <laughs> they have um, fireworks at the Aquatennial that will blow your mind. Like, I'm not a firework person if they're just kind of whatever, random, blowing off, whatever. Um, but these Aquatennial ones, if you guys get a chance to go to them, they set it to music. And it's insane. Mm-hmm. It's like a full show. Like at some point, you're just clapping and you don't even know who you're clapping yeah. at specifically. You're just like just high fiving people. Yeah. yeah, like <laughs> Katy Perry songs playing to this, and you're just like, I love America. I've been, a, I've been a big fan since I was a kid. I mean, yep. I've, I've always yep. liked it. I mean, we used to go with the family and sit out at Valley View Park in Bloomington and watch him shoot them off at the old Met and mm-hmm. see him come up over the trees. And, uh, I don't know, it just brings back good memories. Mom would make a big bowl of popcorn, and we'd go sit out in the Aww. middle of the field with the other neighbors. And um, I just, I've always loved it. I always will. I even yep. like Friday nights at, at Target Field now in the, during the summer. On Friday nights, they blow off fireworks mm-hmm. after the game to some music, and, and that's always pretty cool. It's, it's, it's a fun night. So, uh, yeah, it's always been a big, I, I've always loved the fourth. It's always fun find some place by the water and hang out and, Watch fireworks. No Maybe question. have a beverage or two. No, not you. No. That's really hard to believe. You know, actually, I just got uh, two. Uh, one one thing that makes me kind of sad and the other one makes me kind of happy. You're talking about going to the Black Hills for the fourth. My son Andy has told me, Dad, the day you retire, I'll probably move to the Black Hills. He just no wanted, kidding. He eventually wants to live in the Black Hills. I think he just, Andy's a very private person. And he's not, you know, snooty or anything like that. He's just a very, very private person, and he just loves it out there. And again, one of my favorite, I, I was walking in the Badlands, and it started snowing. That was one of the most beautiful things I have ever seen mm. in my life. Yeah. And then the other thing is, I'm going to Long Prairie uh, uh, Sunday. Long Prairie is where I was born. Now, you have to remember, there are two guys whose mothers were born in Browerville, Minnesota. Saint, uh, Long Prairie and Browerville are right next to one another. Two guys' mothers were born in Browerville, Minnesota. Who was that? It was your mom. My mom was one of them. And another TB was the other one. Tom Brady. Tom Brady's mother was born there, too. Exactly. That's exactly right. Oh, Pretty good. At least one guy left with talent, so that's good. Yeah. And then Tom Brady is walking around like an idiot. (laughs) Yes, that's what I meant. Exactly. But no, I get when I go up to Long Prairie, I remember, isn't that great when you go to those places, like maybe you went to visit your grandma, your grandpa, whatever it was, and you go back after all those years and you look around and go, God, I remember walking around here when I was four or five years old. That's man. so sweet. I actually really... Wonderful. Can I love the memory that you have of having your mom make popcorn and watching fireworks. I'm like, great that's idea. just so warm and fuzzy. Yep. Yeah. It was, we don't make popcorn anymore. Like she used to get it on the stove and nope. drink it. All that kind of stuff, you know. You open the bag now. 
Yep, fire in the microwave. That's Burn it all up. Oh, I should ask you guys, by the way, since it's Monday and I forgot to... Is that a dog I or a cat I was going to say, we you? got a oh. little dog, a tiny that's, dog. That's Maya Mackey back here. Hold on a second. Phil, Maya, Maya. I mean, if you would have guessed, if I would have had to guess what kind of dog Phil had... Oh, puppy. oh my God! That's a cute puppy. dog. Who's a good girl? Hi, Maya. <laughs> Hi, to babies. This is our little Chihuahua Terrier mix here. She's ninety percent sweetheart, ten percent monster. Yep. <laughs> so, like this show. Thank you very much. Pretty Thank much, you. yeah. It's pretty much like that. Yeah. <laughs> She's got those like one ear that cocks a different way than yep. the other. It looks yep. kind of like the flying nun a little bit going. I love that. I didn't you even know dogs. she was back there, but of course you're an attention stealing. Uh, We've had a cat and a dog on the show now. We had the Kristen Burt's cat and now your dog. And we, I tell you what, though, we've always had a dog. Catherine loves dogs. I love dogs. And just, it's so funny because every night when I go to bed, because I, you know, well, Catherine and I tend to go to bed at the same time now that I, this show starts later. But uh, when I get up to go to bed, Jude will lay on his side and stick his feet up in the air so I will pet him. I have to oh, pet him man. every night before I go to bed. Man, dogs are just man. It's just, it, they are the unconditional best. They yeah. really you know, are. They just, I read something. I get. I'm so, I get so sentimental visual. now. And you having a they, bad it, visual? Oh, of the yeah. of the way that Tom pets his dog. Yeah. <laughs> wait, well, wait yeah. a minute. He's laying there in his skivvies and his whitey tighties. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> and scratching his dog's belly. I don't know. I got a bad. I got a bad visual. We'll there. send you a video. It's not that weird. Don't worry. <laughs> we'll blur. We'll blur out the whitey tiny. Don't worry about it. Hey, Ken. let me put it this way, Kent. The only thing I'm rubbing on that dog are his ears. All right. So, <laughs> get your filthy mind out of the gutter, Pally. <laughs> oh, Phil, I need to ask you. By the way, both of you actually, because it's Monday, it might be different. Do you have to be out at a certain time? Uh, thirty-seven, and we should be good. Okay, Kent, how are you doing? You're thirty-seven. Well, I'm here for the remainder of the day, I guess. For the remainder <laughs> of the week, gonna... actually. It's gonna be here till till Thursday. So thirty-seven forty-five works for you guys. Is that, well, is that okay? We're good. Yeah, nine good nine uh, nine thirty seven at, at any point during that minute would be good. So I won't get uh, yelled at by my uh, my score north coworkers who have a lot good. of things to rant about this morning. Shocking. I okay, I want to hear what are you going to rant. Just don't tell me because you know, got to tune in to Phil and, and Judd. What are you going to rant about a little so bit? So I, I don't think it's a, it's not as much of a rant. So we do our State of the Twins every Monday, oh, and yeah. we just do kind oh, of a big do. deep dive, right? Yep, State of the Twins Monday on the uh, Mackie and Judd podcast. And here's something I find really fascinating. So last season, twin starting pitchers pretty much never pitched deep into games. You know, they, I think they were 28th in total innings. Most of the starting pitchers would be taken out after the fifth inning. I think they only had 10 games all year last year where a starting pitcher completed seven innings. Yeah. Think about that. That's, that's a year ago. We just had our first, we talked about this on Friday, our first complete game shutout in like five years. Twins pitchers this morning, gentlemen, and Brittany, they lead all major league teams in innings pitched. The Twins have the most workhorse starting rotation in all of Major League Baseball. It's amazing. Night and day from last year. They're letting these guys go deeper guys into games. Work. Your rant, your rant on Mondays has worked. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'd like to think I'd like to think I am a change agent. Yes. I am a, <laughs> an agent of change. I'm an agent of change. <laughs> oh, that's, that's funny. I'm a legend of the buffet, but I'm not sure if it goes uh, any any anywhere beyond that. In my little my hey, little it, tin it, can that I yell into every single day. These these guys have pitched well. I mean, they've you know. Hey, I was there for 14 years, and I stood on the field and watched our 
pitchers melt apart in the late innings a couple times. And I know our hitters didn't hit well. We stunk it up a bunch of times. But I tell you what, the pitching staff this year has done a marvelous job. It's mm-hmm. it's been and proven right there. We we've, we've had the deepest going starting staff in in the league. So that's uh, that's pretty good. We get these guys bats going and uh, keep them healthy. We got a chance. I I don't understand the Byron Buxton deal. He has to come out of the game because his back is all tight. Um, and then all of a sudden he's pinch hitting yesterday in the game. Yeah, swinging the bat in a, in a crucial situation, and uh, had to take himself out of the game the day before. Uh, if I had to take myself out of a game when I was hurt, I, I'd have never played. Yeah, yeah. There you go. It's absolutely true. Yeah. All right. And Royce Lewis batting now three twenty two for his his uh, what fifty game career. Love coming, it. Just coming out of the gate hitting three twenty two in your first like fifty or sixty games. It's amazing. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I mean, hey, he's doing great. Keep him healthy. Keep his head on his shoulders. You know, you're going to be ups and downs in this games. You're going to be you're a, you're a failure at the plate if if you get three hits out of ten at bats. You're a superstar. It's pretty much true. failing seven times, but you got to keep got to keep your head on your shoulders and keep grinding away, and, and hopefully he does that. He seems like a pretty good kid. I love it. Phil's got to go, so Phil, I want you to leave with this thought in your head. Oh boy! Campaign oh boy. aims to persuade Minneapolis drivers to leave the car at home, so I want you to picture the rest of the day. Kent Herbeck on a scooter. <laughs> that's so funny. And he even starts laughing himself. You, that's a, 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 another brilliant way to build the YouTube audience. Right? Kent Herbeck on a scooter. Also, Phil, I need you to tell Declan, I don't agree with his top four Taylor Swift songs, Uh-oh. but I respect oh. him. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. so just please send him that message. If you'd like to really, counter-submit you, your four, you let us know. I will. No, I well, No, I just think it's. Yeah, he said that folklore is her worst album, and that felt aggressive to me. But <laughs> those are fighting words. Yeah, I would oh. love. Yes, yeah, yeah. I, w- I would love to rebuttal. So in other words, get out of here, Phil. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Love you. And another thing. Yeah. And another All right, thing, you guys. Thanks a lot, Pally. Phil Mackey, ladies and gentlemen. Kent, you got a couple more minutes. I, I don't yeah, fine. Keep... What's up? I want to make sure. No, I just want to talk to you a little bit about. Uh, you know, you inspired me. As a matter of fact, you talked. You, you and I talked on the phone the other day, and you talked about going to uh, to the Black Hills for you know big weekend coming up, Fourth of July week, and all that stuff. So, I'm going to go visit my aunt Marianne up in Long Prairie, Minnesota, on Sunday, and I cannot wait to see. I love this woman. She's, now, she's, do they do anything in Long Prairie, like a little parade in town or anything? Those little parades are always fun. Too, look, Fourth they July. are. They got one of the few remaining drive-in theaters in Long Prairie now, which is Oh, there you go. You can go to the drive-in theater because there's only, I think, four left in the state, somebody told me. You and Catherine can go for a nice night. Oh, see, we'll just hang out in the back seat. It'll be unbelievable. Bring some popcorn along. Hmm. Exactly, from the bag, not pre-popped. I should mention, by the way, when I said, yeah, I'll get in the back seat, but Catherine will stay in the front seat, so it's not going to do me much good. You know, it's one Bring of those. Bring the dog that, along so you can scratch his belly while the movie's going on. I, I rub his ears, Mr. Herbeck. No. I want you to know that flat out. Okay. All right. All right. But, uh, no, we got to. I, I, you know what? I, seriously, I love the Black Hills. I understand why you go out there all the time. I have not been there in many years. I, I have to get out there again. I love that place out there. You know, one of my favorite favorite memories of the Black Hills is, is I, I could go stand and look at Mount Rushmore every day. I think it, I think it is really cool, but. My mind got blown away here a few years back 
I was out at a hunting trip in South Dakota, and uh, actually a governor's hunt that they do out there. Mm-hmm. And a guy said to me, he says, I heard you come out to South Dakota a lot. He says, yeah, I, I love the state. I love I love South Dakota. I enjoy coming out. I think the Black Hills are beautiful. He says, I, said, I love going to Mount Rushmore. He says, hey, I can get you up on top of Mount Rushmore. Really? I went, what? I went don't tell me that, because I'll take you up on it right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got up on top of Mount Rushmore. I went and stood on George Washington's head. That's wild. Did you take any pictures? Did I take pictures? <laughs> yes, I did. Yeah, okay. I was like, what a twist. <laughs> it was spooky, though. He had to climb up a ladder to get all the way up there. It was spooky. Oh, uh, yeah, I, took, I, I went about six of us went up there, and it was awesome. What, time, was, what time of day did you go? We, had to go? we had to go up in the morning. We had to get there before the gates opened oh, up. Oh, sure. And, wow. Uh, stood up there and looked, looked down. So now when I go stand up, and look at Mount Rushmore. I look for myself standing on top of George's sure. head, but it was one of it's probably probably top three things I've ever done in my life. Wow. It was really, really an experience that. And now they don't let anybody back up there anymore. Somebody on Greenpeace went crazy on it or something. What a they won't. shock! <clears throat> yeah, I tell you what, though, did anybody take a picture of you up there from the from the ground when you were up there? No. No, oh, we, that's we were bad. hoping that would have been that would have been really cool. You see yes. that dot up there? That's me. <laughs> I'm <laughs> that dot. I'm the dot. Now, what a that must have been a ball for you. I would have loved to have done that, but now you tell me because the Greenpeace can't do that anymore either. I don't know something happened where there. I think just he was like presidents or whatever can go up there. Or, I don't know dignitaries. No Wait. more Canterbury. Will you send us a picture of that? That'd be awesome to see. I gotta cross out a few people that are in the picture. Ooh. Do I know them? <laughs> Do I know the people in the picture? Maybe. No. No, but yeah, it was pretty cool. It was. That's it was awesome. Uh, yeah, that was one of my. But but still, even 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 that the Black Hills, like Tommy, you said your boy's gonna go out there. And yep. I tell you what, if I wasn't involved with the twins and you know not living in the cities there, I love Bloomington and all that. Um, that's where Kent would have a place to live. I, I really like it out there. The only bad, not a bad part about it, they don't have a lot of lakes out there. No, yeah. they don't, right? Yeah. Yep. A lot of stream fishing, a lot of trout fishing and stuff. But they got a couple of real beautiful lakes, but they're not like walleye lakes or whatever. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's a it's a beautiful, beautiful area. People are fun. And the, well, the uh, people are really sweet and almost a little too sweet because I had gigs that was – I started in North Dakota and then made like a big circle all the way through South Dakota. And I was making a hotel reservation in North Dakota, and I, I called the lady. and Because these towns, there's no online booking. You have to call to make a reservation because oh, the, yeah. the, the town is yeah. so small. And I called the place, and the lady's like, so what are you doing out here? And I said, oh, I got a couple of gigs. You know, I'm a comedian. And, uh, you know, probably come through, and I'll maybe take a swing into, uh, you know, Mount Rushmore. And the lady goes, oh, you, you, you can't go to Mount Rushmore. I said, what? I said, really? Is it closed or something? She, and remember, I'm calling North Dakota, right? Yeah. She goes, well, no, you can't go to Mount Rushmore. That's in South Dakota. <laughs> I said, yeah, yeah. yeah. So thanks for the info. I had no I idea. I would have gone to the wrong state. Thank, Thank you. you so much, Thank ma'am. Thank you for the heads up. I think I can cross the border pretty yeah. seamlessly, but I'm not sure. Thank you for the heads up, ma'am. That's so sweet. Oh, well. Mm-hmm. All right. Mr. Herbeck, we will talk to you in a couple of weeks then, I guess. Yeah, I guess we won't be on Friday. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, it was uh, nice chatting. You guys have a great week, great Fourth of July. Be safe. You do the same, Pally. Remember to 
don't hold on to them lady finger firecrackers like we used to do back in the day. Yeah, oh, I did too, no. man. I did too, no yeah. question. You were a tough guy if you could hold on to a lady finger when it exploded. Yeah, those are little tiny things. They were, yeah. They were very but, tiny. But we would like to say still don't do it. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great <laughs> way to... To lean back into the let's not do that. Get out of the way. That's what I always was always my question about Fourth of July too. You know all the aunts and uncles and mm-hmm. uncle drunk that you had would uncle drunk. He gets to the back of his car in the right? middle of the evening after pounding beers all day long. Yes. And he pulls out eight thousand dollars worth of fireworks. Oh yeah. Walking around blowing off fireworks. Be safe out there, folks. That's mm-hmm. all I got to say. There you Have go. Have fun, but be safe. Kent, we'll talk to you in a couple of weeks, all right? All right. See you guys. Thank you, Have sir. Bye-bye. Kent Herbeck Sports on the Tom Bernard Morning Show was presented once again by Killebrew Old Fashioned Root Beer and Cream Soda. Start your next memory at your favorite grocery or convenience store today. Find a store near you at killebrewrootbeer.com. That's killebrewrootbeer.com. We'll take a break. Be right back and wrap things up right up to this. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live at TomBernardShow.com or on the Tom Bernard Show app. What can Hubbard Interactive do for your business? Let's take a listen and find out what they did for one local company, Steve the Window Guy. I'm Sally and I'm a digital brand strategist here at Hubbard Interactive. We met with Melissa from Steve the Window Guy and she was looking for help with their video advertising strategy. So we helped build a comprehensive plan for streaming TV and YouTube ads. And Melissa, tell us how it's been getting your message out with help from Hubbard Interactive. I've been working with them for five years and what I've learned is that they have both the experience and the depth inside their team to help me solve any creative marketing challenge that I've got. So over the years, I've moved from radio ads to streaming TV to YouTube ads, and now we're moving towards SEO. And I'm loving the results that I'm seeing. Is there anything else you want business owners out there to know about Hubbard Interactive? I am so grateful for the entire team at Hubbard Interactive for effortlessly understanding our business and our marketing vision, and then always delivering only the best results. To find out how our experts can help your business grow, get in touch today at HubbardInteractive.com. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. When you need someone to listen, a lawyer you know and trust. If you've never been in an auto accident, it's hard to know what to expect from the insurance adjuster. Here are some tips. One, if they talk to you about whether or not you should hire a lawyer, it's a good sign that you probably should. Two, it's illegal for them to give you any legal advice. They aren't lawyers and they aren't licensed to practice law. Three, if they tell you that everyone involved in the accident is at fault, they're wrong. This comes from the belief that you're at fault for just being on the road. That's nonsense and not supported by any law. Finally, remember that friendly adjusters are often just gaining information. They want you to do most of the talking so they can file their report. 
I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. I hope you're never injured in a collision. But if you are, don't sign anything until you've talked to us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Look at that timing. Perfect timing. Nailed it. That's all I have to say, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the story I was uh, referring to when we were talking to Phil and Kent. In seven years, Minneapolis transportation planners want 60% of trips in the city taken on public transit or made by biking, walking, or rolling. Uh, the effort to achieve that ambitious goal, which is laid out in the city's transportation action plan, began this month as the city partnered with marketing agency Vision Flourish to kick off the mode shift campaign called As You Go Minneapolis. We want to shift people's behavior and thinking about uh, how to move about the city, said Amy Barnstorf, uh, transportation planner in the city's public works department. This summer and into the fall, residents and commuters will see social media ads, wraps on uh, transit vehicles, and uh, at bus shelters, promotions, and open streets, events in which the city turns streets into car-free zones. Those uh, ads will highlight the benefits of city leaders, say, coming uh, with ditching the car. Okay, now here's the problem I have. Okay. So I, I have now my third electric car. I've had three electric cars in my life. Yeah. The first one was a Tesla. was all electric. The second one was a Cadillac, which was both. Yeah, and you're hybrid. Thinking- you're, you're, you're looking at this from a pollution point of view. Why? Well, I mean, that's what they're talking about, isn't it? Or is it just taking up too much space? I think a big part of it is just getting from point A to point B with too many cars on the road because everybody drives into the city. Always have, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, are they going to get rid of electric cars too? No, I don't think they're going to get rid of anything. They're just saying that, like, we have... Our city has has really dropped the ball. I mean, you've been to other cities where you can take the light rail in, you can take mm-hmm. the train in, and it makes more sense. It feels like everybody, me included, it's like it's time to go to the it's Minneapolis. I get in my car, and it could be just me going to a Vikings game and meeting other people who are taking their car. Like, I think it's just so many vehicles downtown when there's an event. Well, uh, big business was one of the reasons that happened. You would not remember this, but when I was a little kid, there were trolley cars everywhere in Minneapolis. Really? Not on the north side, but through, like, you could get on a trolley at Lake and Hennepin and go out to Big Island on Minnetonka. Okay, so is a trolley trolley like a bus, or does a trolley have to be on a track? track. It's on a track, yeah. Okay, okay, and so there were tracks that they just Mm -hmm. got rid of at some point? They were everywhere, and let's see. Let's see if we can figure out how this worked. The people that got together, the three people that got together were Hubert Humphrey, Carl Polad, and I don't even want to mention the other guy, and they had them all destroyed. Now, why would they do that, do you think? Because they had skin in the game, right? <laughs> well, maybe. And a little bit of possibly. motivation to have everyone in a vehicle, right? 
Every time. You know how great it would be if you could hop on a trolley in this town right now? That'd be amazing. It'd be phenomenal. New York City is very <clears throat> intimidating, but once you figure out that subway, yep. you'll be almost everywhere in that yep. city within 15 minutes. That's Game correct. over. Yeah. yeah, we went and spent um, like five days, and we had a bunch of shows that we went to, and you're right. It was so easy, yeah. and we didn't have to worry about buffering for traffic at mm-hmm. all. You knew exactly what time you were going to be places. And by the way, I should mention to close the story. There's a possibility, I'm not saying it's true, but those guys might have been involved in owning a bus company, maybe. Oh, mm. I thought they maybe had money in um, just vehicles. No, bus, probably that too. Yeah. Uh, you know, was buses. Bus was the big thing. Mm-hmm. Getting people to use the bus, which was a hell of a lot more, uh, you know, a lot more pollution coming from a bus than, than from a rail car. I, okay, so... I when I lived in Minneapolis, you did not get in front of a bus ever. No, like you don't want if to, you were no. a car, you avoided whatever. The audacity, the gall that Uber cars have with their hazards on <laughs> at a bus stop blows my mind. Yeah. Our bus, we're waiting on it because normally buses always run on time because you do not get interfere with a bus on its way to right, a bus stop. Right. This Uber bus, I mean Uber car was just sitting there with its hazards on waiting to find its people. In front of the bus stop, and the bus was laying its horn on, and I was like, "Wow!" Yeah, blow blew my mind. Yeah, gotta move it on, man. You got it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. buses take precedence always, yeah. always, and that kind of that was shock, shocking, shocking. Well, uh, also the biggest thing with our public transit in this town is that if you go somewhere, traffic is not that bad. Yeah. So you are almost willing to roll the dice to go to a Vikings game. Park in a ramp. Hopefully you don't get stuck up on top. But you can typically find parking to get you in and out where you feel like you are being the one to make your decision as to when it is you want to leave. Maybe you want to go and have a couple of beers after the game or something instead of having to be, like, regimented to the light rail, which is about the same time. Where cities that are like Philadelphia, if you drive into Philadelphia, it's going to be an extra two hours where where public transit gets you in and out in 20 minutes. Yeah, I I do think, well, light rail is a little bit more, is easier to figure out. If you're trying to take the bus in, you pretty much have to have been on that bus before to trust it. Because, like, luckily I had taken the bus many times. I get free bus with my being a veteran. So I used to take it all the time when I was in Minneapolis. But, like, when we went to the Taylor Swift concert, it's hard. Their website is not super easy to plan a trip. Mm Because it's not like, oh, just jump off at this you know, you have to like figure out where your stops are and yeah. things like that. So it's a li- it's very intimidating. I think they could work on that that app a little better. All right, you're gonna have to wrap it up now. Mild mannered Joe Gill is the early morning DJ on KS KASM radio. It's a farm station in Albany, Minnesota, with a tall tower and tiny mobile home for an office on the side of Interstate 94, smack dab in the middle of Central Minnesota's Darien Cow Country. I'll probably drive by that on the way up to Long Prairie to see Marianne. Yeah. Sitting underneath a portrait of country music legend Johnny Cash, Gill reaches for a bovine metaphor to explain his campaign to keep AM radio in his town's pickup trucks next year and beyond. The cows are out of the barn already, Gill said, leaning on his dairy farm upbringing. We're trying to keep them in the pasture. Earlier this year, a handful of car manufacturers, including Tesla, announced they'd no longer carry the AM radio dial on new electric vehicles. Manufacturers blamed interference from electric motors for causing static on AM transmissions. The iconic American brand Ford went even further and announced plans to drop AM radio altogether from new cars. 
just a few weeks ago with congressional pressure mounting Ford CEO reverse course announcing a software upgrade for 2023 vehicles that came off the uh, line without AM radios that would reinstate the frequency back in Albany, a town of 3,000. It's more than 30 minutes west of St. Cloud. Gill isn't resting completely after Ford's about face. So what do you guys think about this, the AM radio out of the cars now? Yeah, that I think it's one of those confusing things, right? Because supply and demand, right, has to mm-hmm. run an economy. And are people demanding this who want to buy new cars? I don't know. Well, do you listen to AM radio? No, I never do. Do no, you? Not at all, no. Yeah, see, I don't think anybody does anymore, do they? No. And that's where you go, is that, is that demand there? So do they need to feel the need to supply it? I don't know. Probably for an older demo, I would guess. Yeah. Um, older demos might still, because once you get locked into something, you tend to go, eh, I'll just keep doing that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess, I don't know. I mean, obviously, I only worked at one FM station my entire career, and that was KQRS. Every station I worked other than that was an AM radio station. Really? Yep. I didn't know that they were all AMs. They were all AM radio stations, yep. No matter where I went, Grand Forks, uh, Jacksonville, uh, Fargo, they were all AM radio stations. And I got back here, and, well, we were both AM and FM when I first joined KQRS. Remember that when there was KQ, AM, and FM? 1440 AM, baby. No, I don't remember that, but it makes sense. Yeah, so I don't know. I, I just... Why did they want to take it off there anyway? I mean, does it cost that much more to put AM on the radio? Well, I imagine it's just another thing you have to allocate resources to, you know? Yeah, you know, I One more thing, just pull it off. You know, no, nobody uses it anymore. If anything, it, it would maybe make, I don't know, Joe or his farm or his AM radio station, but maybe if he turns this thing digital mm-hmm. and he could push it out and still be able to provide the same exact service, but now you get a better quality to the people that are in his town, and then maybe he picks up a few extra listeners over the internet. Yeah, but you don't always know if, yeah, people are going to make that switch. That was a big you sure. know, question we had. Um, and then on top of it, if you're not, if you're in a, one of those places that doesn't get any service and you don't download the podcast in advance, mm-hmm. you're kind of SOL. But I think you're right. There's more of a chance of it surviving digitally than there is right now on FM. The only problem you got there is a, a lot of people absolutely do not know how to download a podcast. A yeah. lot of people don't. I'm not talking about people your age. Probably, well, it probably starts at about your age, actually, and goes up to mine. They just don't. I keep telling them, all you got to do is you go in, you get the app, you punch it up, and it'll come up because of Bluetooth. It'll come up on your radio anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's getting there, but it's got a long way to go. And then when booze hounds tell people that you actually retired, that doesn't help either. I know. If mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. You if know you know if we're about, you know. a friend of a friend of ours has that situation going on. That's what I heard. Yeah, that's exactly right. So I don't know. We'll see how it uh, all works out in the end. Uh, but it doesn't sound like AM is going to be around much longer in cars. No. For a while. Ford will probably do it for a year or two more and go, you know what? It's just not worth the expense. When mm-hmm. you're driving places, do you ever give AM a listen to or not anymore? I don't think I have an AM radio in my car anymore. My the, my new Mustang doesn't have an AM radio in That's it. That's so interesting. It's like it has begun. Mm-hmm. It, well, it has. There's no question about that. And it's, you know, I, hey, I loved working at AM radio, but uh, the one thing I really did love about it is the skip signal. Because you could literally, well, like you can go up to your hometown and listen to WLS up there. Yeah. Because the signal skips all the way up. Uh, it skips on the earth all the way up as far as 
you could go, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It depends on where you're at in the yeah. Earth's rotation yep. on the day. But if you pump up that power, that AM signal, you can fire it halfway across the world. You That's can. Wild. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is very true. So. We will keep an eye on everything and uh, find out what the hell is going on, and we will talk to you tomorrow. Bye.